Welcome to another episode of Quirky Beautiful Life, the podcast about living life just outside of the ordinary. We are a growing community of people who want to take a more non-traditional approach to living a life that reflects who we truly are. I'm your host, Winona, and in this episode, I'll be talking a little bit about family, the many ways we can choose to define what it is and what it means to us. But before we get into the episode, I want to give you some updates on where we are in the Quirky Beautiful Life community. First, there is now a Facebook group called Quirky Beautiful Living, where we can start connecting in person and chat about episodes and any other topic that fits into our quirky and beautiful lives. So stop on by, answer a couple of simple questions to get access, and then let's connect. I also have a Patreon page up now, so if you find this show's content valuable or you think it might be valuable in the future or if you just want to show a little bit of love, feel free to sign up to donate monthly. Right now, I'm starting at a single subscription level that's only $1 a month. And once our community starts growing, I'll open it up to higher subscription levels that will allow access to additional content and new ways to connect. My first goal is to reach $20 a month in total subscriptions. And at that point, I'll open up additional levels that will give access to other secret Facebook groups where we'll get to dig deeper into more specific content. So there'll be a book club, one for food adventures because I love myself some good food, one that delves into spirituality and different spiritual practices, and one specifically for those of us that are performing artists. It'll be a great time. So check out the Patreon page today at patreon.com slash QBL. And one more thing. After this episode, I'll be starting a series-based approach to the show where I'll cover a single topic over the course of a number of weekly episodes that will dig deeper into different aspects of that topic. That will allow me to have a more streamlined and organized approach to my recording and hopefully make your listening experience a little more cohesive. And don't worry if the current topic being covered doesn't fit with what you're looking for. We'll still have conversations about any and every topic in the Facebook group. I'll even try and get into Facebook Live to create short mini episodes about random topics in there. And then maybe the next topic I cover will be more up your alley or Maybe it'll even be something that you suggest. So definitely stay connected through email, like the page on Facebook, or follow Quirky Beautiful Life on Instagram or Twitter. Even though I don't use those two as much yet, but I'll get to it. So now that all the updates and announcements are out of the way, let's get this episode started. Today I want to talk about family. A recent death in my family has brought to my mind how I think about what family means to me and how we can all define family differently. A lot of my extended blood relatives live pretty far from me, so it's hard to feel a sense of connection with them. I'm in Philadelphia. Most of them are in Texas, Oklahoma, California. I mean, they're all over the place. And their family by blood And that certainly means something, but I wouldn't consider them as the people I feel the closest to. It's nothing against them personally. I just don't spend that much time, if any, interacting with them. Maybe a dash here and there on Facebook, but that's just about it. And they come from a completely different world than the one I live in. So anytime we do connect in person, 
it can feel a bit awkward. And that also could be me and my social anxiety, which is very real. Plus, I'm pretty sure I'm usually the odd one out at the majority of any of our family functions. I personally don't know any other family members that are queer. And I'm pretty sure none of them are pantheist or anti-capitalist or relationship anarchists or any other ists that I happen to be. And if there are any, I haven't met them yet. Or maybe I've met them, but we just haven't gotten into deep enough of a conversation for me to actually find out. I don't know. And truth be told, even if there isn't anyone, I'm fine with that. Because I also have a select group of people that are in my life that I do feel close to. And I consider them my chosen family. They are the ones that I spend the most time with. They are the ones that I feel more connected with, who I have the most in common with, who I know I can reach out to when I need that little extra bit of backup. And I do consider my parents as a part of that group, even though they don't quite live the same lifestyle as me or have the same beliefs as me. I love them dearly. They are amazing, and I wouldn't change them for anything. They helped shape me into the human that I am today, and I value that immensely. My chosen family isn't a large number of people. It's probably about a handful, maybe three or four right now, and that's okay. I have the space to grow, who I decide to call my family, and I anticipate that growth to come with time. The great thing about chosen family is that it can shift into what we personally need in our lives in the current moment. We can decide what feels good to us and then what doesn't. Keep what feels good, drop what doesn't. All that to say, some folks actually do have deep connections with their blood relatives. There are extensive families and relationships where generations have grown up together and their entire worlds are their families. And that's a beautiful thing to have that deep connection to to know your family and ancestral history. There's there's value in that. Knowing who you are and where you come from can give you a sense of placement in this world. And I believe our blood tells us a story of who we are and why we are the way we are today. Our history and experiences are passed down through our genetics. We carry the memory of our ancestors. Our ancestors are living through us as we pass along our bloodlines to those who come after us. And, in, and then it goes on and on and just continues. Our blood remembers who we are, even if we've forgotten it. So I took the 23andMe DNA test, and I have been obsessed and fascinated by the results. I already had a vague sense of my family's history from what my father put together, but that can only go so far back in history. What about the family that goes beyond what we were able to dig up? Who were they? Where did they come from? Is my preference for hot, humid weather an indication of where my ancestors originated? Is my fascination for trees and deep forests, my my love of seafood, is that an indicator of some distant past family members and their lives? Do my musical abilities and emotion sickness on open water have anything to do with where my people came from? Who were the gods and higher powers and, and spirit guides that my ancestors looked up to and worshipped. How does that affect me today? 
The 23 and Me results didn't let me get that deep. It gave me a general idea of where the majority of my ancestry originated. So there's like 81% African with 80% being West African, which isn't that surprising. <laughs> you know, 17% European and a splash of Native American and Southeast Asian. But any deeper than that, I have no idea. And I would love to learn more. But I'm not entirely sure how to do that exactly. I had a friend of mine once tell me to create an altar and invite my ancestors to visit. And in time, they would start revealing themselves to me and who they were. They would show up in dreams and and flashes of my life, assuming I'm open to receiving these messages. I've yet to try it, but that might be a practice I pick up at some point. Who knows? That might actually help me feel a stronger sense of connection with my living relatives. As I open myself to see where I came from and the common blood lineage we share, and then maybe I can see the reflection of my ancestors in them and in myself. But what about those of us who don't have the option of connecting with their blood family, either because there's no one left or not knowing who they are due to separations at some point in life? I mean, that's happening with so many families right now and the mess that our current administration has created, and it's heartbreaking. Or maybe it's just toxic and unsafe to be around. These are all very real situations, and if our families are family through choice or circumstances, it doesn't make them any less important. Sometimes we choose our family, or sometimes they choose us, and a common bond still comes through. The love and connection that is formed still comes through. And it's just as meaningful and important as every other family out there. And these families can look so much different than we think we know. Families where children are raised by grandparents, aunts, uncles, siblings, close friends. Families that are expanded through marriage and adoption. Families where multiple adults are co-parenting children. Where the adults may or may not be romantically involved. Polyamorous frameworks where there are multiple people in a relationship living together or separately with or without children. Families where it's just a tight-knit community of close friends that love each other deeply. It goes on and on. The possibilities are endless. I know for me, I eventually want a child or children, but I don't want to raise them within a traditional family dynamic. I mean, my entire lifestyle will be far from from traditional. It, it already is. I may not necessarily have a romantic partner or partners, but I do want to raise my child within a community where there's an aspect of co-parenting, where there's a circle of chosen families surrounding us that I know care just as much for my child as I do. Some people may not understand that, and some may totally get it. Either way... There is no right or wrong way to shape the family that we want to create for ourselves. So I want you to take some time and think about how you want to define family. And don't let yourself get trapped by the idea that family is supposed to look a certain way or or be a certain thing. Family can be so much more. And this is where I will wrap this up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Quirky Beautiful Life. Let's continue the conversation. 
What does family mean to you? How do you define family? Is it by blood or do you have chosen family? Or is it a little bit of both? How do you feel about yours and others' family dynamics? Visit the website at quirkybeautifullife.com to leave a comment or come join the Facebook group at Quirky Beautiful Living and start up a conversation. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Quirky Beautiful Life. I promise I will start being more active there at some point, but you can always feel free to email me directly at winona at quirkybeautifullife.com. That's W-I-N-O-N-A at quirkybeautifullife.com. And like I said earlier, going forward, I'll be taking a series-based approach to the show, so there may be a little bit of a gap while I gather content for the upcoming series of episodes, which I'm thinking will center around self-care and or healthy living. I'm not quite sure yet. But again, I will definitely be around online, so feel free to reach out. And until next time, keep living your quirky lives. Bye.